Welcome back. This is Fantastic Things and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times and And shenanigans. shenanigans. If this is your very first time listening to us or watching us on YouTube, um, this is our sibling duo podcast slash YouTube channel about life with chronic and invisible illnesses. Mm -hmm. And this month, May, is Ehlers-Danlos Awareness. I think this is our last episode of the month. Yeah. Before it's the end. Indeed. So, you know, hopefully we'll cover stuff that'd be helpful. Yes. So we're going to be talking a little bit about um, what life's like with the balancing act of EDS and trying to keep up with that. So stick around if that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Um, Where can they find us? Oh, yeah. You guys can find us on YouTube, obviously, to see us. Mm -hmm. Um, If you just want to listen, we're on Spotify, Audible, Google Play, uh, Podbean, and some other smaller sites. Yes. And then you can also join and talk to us or hang out during our lives on Discord. Yeah. And you can just talk to everybody there. If you need advice or want to vent, it's a great place. Absolutely. Um, and then if you want to get more involved, we do have a Patreon. Which we, we need to call out our lovely patrons. Oh, yeah. You want to do month. that? Yeah. Since we have new ones. So we do have new ones. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Crystal, for joining us. I'm so excited that you'll be. Who's this Crystal? Um, I have being, no idea who this is. <laughs> you'll be able to see the full episodes and uh, binge all the shorts. Yeah, this is kind of her brainchild, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, funny so, how it happened. But, but, but we also have to thank Ruth, uh-huh. obviously. Yes. And then Kaylee. Uh-huh. And, and then Krieg, first of the pains. First of the pains. That's everybody. Yeah. So, yes, welcome. We're excited you're here. Um, Do you want to do a weekly recap? Yeah. Just a quick one? Yeah. All right. That makes it time for the weekly recap. Check in. Indeed. Um, yeah. Life. <laughs> this um, week. Yeah. It happened. Life. Um, it was a rough week, actually. It was a really, really rough week mm-hmm. for both of us, I think. Um, yeah. especially like mood wise. There's a lot of that like mood based learning that we kind of slipped into this week because Ugh. the weather was hell and you had some extra circumstances and I always do. It's always my, something extra. Yeah, and my face is absolutely the worst. You can show she, your pain she's graph. She's the worst. We did a pain graph um, on Friday. Yeah. No, yesterday. Yesterday during our live. Yeah. Um. So I just took a random ten minute sample of what the pain is like. Um, and the funny thing is, as soon as we ended, uh, the pain went from like seven and then stayed at seven eight for like yeah you were a half hour you're feeling great and that's what a 10 minute 10 minute time span yep that was just like a random 10 minute sample so it spikes every two and a half minutes because i was trying to figure out where it stops like where it is where i'm having the base right where it comes down to baseline yeah noticing yeah when it's not dire right so you can appreciate those moments yeah that's such a hard skill to learn it's hard to like track when it quits because yeah. your brain doesn't pick up on like oh it's over now right which means you have to pay attention to being in pain which you don't yeah. want to do because right. that draws attention to it because the only thing your brain's picking up on is when it kicks up again and then it's like oh this has been forever yeah there has been no break at all until it comes like, back and you're like wait it was gone exactly oh, <laughs> exactly it's so frustrating mm-hmm. um i was out of work a couple times this week just because things were so bad and the weather was awful thursday i was like can't move can't do any of the things nope it's over <laughs> but i'm glad the week is over i have two more weeks of work two weeks and a day uh, two days yeah two weeks yeah so huh, i'm ready for it to be over Kaput. let it let it end so that i can rest because right now i'm living in the land of like does everybody hate me or am i in pain or is it both we don't know. Probably both. It's Let's confusing. It's both. It's for sure. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody sure. hates you and your body sucks. And my body sucks. It's all terrible all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I had therapy. So that was a lot of crying. That was fun. It's good. It's great. Get it out. She's like, you need to go back to your worksheets. And I'm like, I don't like the worksheets. Oh, are you I finding stuck points? talk things out. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I'm so not looking forward to that. Yeah, no. My stuck point right now is like, I can't be in pain at work or I can't visibly be a pain at work right? because I don't feel safe being in pain at work. 
And she's yeah. like, well, why is that? And I was like, well, I know why it is. And she's like, well, then maybe you need to work on the stuck point. And I'm like, fine. Oh, I will do that eventually. If that's what it's like, I'm going to miss Libby a lot. I think it depends on who you get to. I know. I miss Libby now. And there's like the pain team versus normal therapy. Yeah. And there's a bunch of really good like normal therapists. Okay. Normal, I say, you know. But yeah, so the it's been a week. I did not have a good time. I'm glad it's over. I'm not ready for it to begin again. <laughs> yeah, but you're close. Two yeah. weeks. That's oh, it. So close. I just need to make it that far. Mm-hmm. And then I can be done for a while. How about you? <laughs> I spent <laughs> the first half of the week without any of my medication. Yep. Like, because I don't have a doctor anymore. I don't have, I don't have primary. I don't have pain management. I don't have therapy. Psych. I have nothing. So I'm going to have to rebuild uh, probably with Kaiser, like yeah. what you're doing. I'm hoping to get in with Kaiser so I could do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting on a, uh, I almost said bookie. Yeah, on the bookie. <laughs> They're waiting on the broker. Yeah, the broker will get it. She's working okay. with Jen now, apparently. So Good. Um, what else? So I spent the week in like really bad pain mm-hmm. because we had that weather and we were both dying. And then I was manic for the first, like genuinely manic for the first time in two years. Yeah. And it was way more than I could handle. Like going from slight mania that I can easily control to the full on thing was like intense. How did you describe it to me this morning? It's like what having a jockey. It's like having a jockey on you whipping. He's like, go, go, gotta go. And you're like, no, no. clean. Why aren't you cleaning? Why are you hitting me? Also, everyone hates you. Yeah. Also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was messaging the shit out of Karina because I was just so frustrated. I was like, I, I can't. I'm not allowed to get up. If I get up, I'm gonna fall over. I know I am. Like as I was way out of it. So I'm just sitting in bed in pain, and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And that's the most frustrating feeling when you're like, I just did all the things I could do. Right. I'll just have to accept now. But that was hard. No, I get that with the mania, dude. Like just constant pressure to be doing things and and then no energy to do those things mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah but i finally got my abilify build which was very good it made a huge difference right away yeah good i'm glad you have something on board to like hit that interim yeah because i need really the trick to surviving this like period in between doctors is to keep my um bipolar disorder in check because that's the part that kind of throws everything into chaos yeah as long as i'm not manic or i'm managing my mania it's so much easier like i can be like oh i don't need meds i don't need yeah. you know what i mean it's so you much easier like, to... i'm gonna find something else to do or right to use or to like but when the media is there it's like focus in on one thing and then be angry about that oh yeah be angry about everything it's yeah. not just one thing it's like he brings a plethora he's like so you're mad about all of these but you don't know that you're mad about them. <laughs> Look at them and then think about it. And you're like, son of a, where did you get these? And he's like, ha ha ha, I'm in your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> we got it though. Yeah. It was a it's... nice manic low. <laughs> and high. It was, yeah. it was both. It at was like, same time. yeah, pretty much. It's, it's bipolar, right? You get to be both. Mm-hmm. Usually it's supposed to take like weeks to transition from each one, but I was literally like, let's go. Everything's great. And then 10 seconds later, it's like, why does everybody hate me? Why is the world out to get me? Why can't my body be normal? Why, blah, blah, blah. And then you get back to normal and then you go high and low and then low and low and low and then really high. It's not fun. No. <laughs> and we have a lot of bipolar people who follow us. So mm-hmm. you guys know. Yep. <sighs> my husband's bipolar. He's sitting here nodding along <laughs> he understands we all understand oh i hate it but we survived it yeah and i feel good now like the the infection's completely gone finally yes. i'm pretty sure because there's no pain in here good well there's a little like residual but it's still right. healing because they had to scrape a lot of bone out so yeah. it's healing up the actual like um incision yeah like everything feels fine good so because I know that was a lot of the pain for a while. Oh, that was most of it was yeah. that infection. Because like everything else is background. Mm-hmm. It's easy. I know when there's like 
when there's an extraordinary pain, everything else falls into the background. Mm-hmm. So like I'll forget about the EDS part of things because I'm dealing with the trigeminal neuralgia. Yep. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I have EDS and I just dislocated my knee. Yep. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, the weekly recap is going on long, but it's fine. Because yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that I've been noticing I've fallen back into like an imposter syndrome like loop. Yes. Where like I keep thinking I'm fine and then I'll dislocate like you just said or mm-hmm. or subleck something. I'm like, oh, wow, that was weird. And I, and again, <laughs> in my brain, weird. I'm not like, oh, you have EDS. My brain's just like, that was a one time thing. That'll never happen again. <laughs> you're like, oh, OK, it's fine. And then it happens three more times. And yeah. you're like each time. No, 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 no. It's just it's just the one time. Don't worry about it. That's my face. Right. All the time where I'm like, oh, this is just it's a one off. I I don't, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> and then time. it's gone. And I'm like, see, it's gone forever. I'm totally fine. And yeah. then it shows back up and I'm like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, it's intense. Yeah. But I survived. Time. I watched a lot of um, what did I watch? I was watching something and I was really high because I couldn't bear being alive. <laughs> um, God, it'll come to me. Oh, I think it's watching that ice train one. The one that's oh, the Willy I, Wonka sequel, technically. I know what you're, you're talking about. The the snow piercer. Snow piercer. Yeah. 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 I watched that. It was like, whoa. I didn't know it was Willy Wonka related. Oh, my God. OK, so anyone who's watched it, it's it's not Willy Wonka related until you watch it again, knowing that it that it could be because you have like okay. the, the older lady could be uh, Veruca's like as and everything's WW, which would be. Willy oh, Wonka. Weird. And once you watch it with that pretext that that's not Willy Wonka, but the kid or Charlie. Yeah. Running the, the ship because he has all the money to build the Snowpiercer. It literally could just be a sequel to it in a post-apocalyptic world. Weird. Yeah. That's so bizarre. We we should watch it at some point together yeah. and be like, oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Interesting. So that's my anecdote. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Otherwise, my week was good. <laughs> it wasn't good, but I'm alive. We are alive. We live. It's great. And we have a new laptop. We do. I got a new baby because my other baby was dying. So now I have the new baby. It's very happy. Oh, it's so cool. He loves it. I was going to buy this like with my tax return for this exact purpose. I got it on sale. It was like 700 bucks off. That's so good. I was like, this is too good to be true. We're buying it. Yeah. And so I did the thing, and we bought the thing, and now we have the thing. Yeah. The thing. The thing. <laughs> For the words. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the words. So, jumping into our topic for the day, we're going to be talking a little bit about, like, the balancing act of trying to manage symptoms without causing flare-ups in other systems of the body mm-hmm. or um, worsening symptoms elsewhere. Right. And what that's like and the patient's kind of required. Mm-hmm. So how should we start this off? Well, anecdotally, let's say like I had that that vest, right? Yeah. For for posture. I used to have a vest of like black. It's kind of like a wetsuit. Yeah. Right. Like whatever that substance is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking right? about. Right. And it had like thicker. a hard board in the back. And then you would like strap it in, tighten it up, and it would help you with your posture. But it would start messing with my hips because my hips are used to standing straight a certain way uh-huh. and when you straighten the back they're now cockeyed and all the muscles are not not built for that i mean yeah. they're built for that but you've trained them to not be that shape right so it took i had to stop it was too painful yeah. because with eds our bodies move wrong yep it's just all wrong i had a pt once who was just like well don't move that far and you're like how are you supposed to monitor every one of your movements, mm-hmm. every single one of your movements? Cause that's what it is, is that our bodies learn to compensate for difficulties in the systems by taking shortcuts and finding alternative routes to things. Yep. And then we wind up with these systems that are not working together the way they should. No. And also are just not like, they're not the standard extensions. Right. And- so like, like imagine, I wish I, I wish we had the whiteboard like ready so I could just draw on it right back here. But like, like you're always talking about like your pelvis is like wonky, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If we straightened that out, your spine goes off to the side. Yeah. So it's like you'd have to have 
someone said it. And then you have to retrain all the muscles to hold that position. I would need like a whole body cast. Yeah. Well, like honestly, I think they'd have to break out. it. Yeah. And like reset it. And then. Yeah. Then you'd have to do healing. From like where my tailbone is. Yeah. Because yeah. with the everything being like twisted the way it is, it's twisted, but my spine comes out totally straight. Right. Because you've adjusted. Because it has figured out how to do that with my body being all cockeyed. Yeah. I also have noticed that like I fill my left lung fuller than my right because a lot of the time when I'm like hanging out I'm hanging out in such a way that I'm like compressing the right and the left is the one that's free interesting and so breathing I have to be like really conscious to fill both sides and to like really take air in yeah. and notice where it's going <laughs> it's weird no I get it I used to play instruments all the time like yeah. woodwinds so like I, my my diaphragm is very sensitive to like control yeah so I can breathe like how I want. I can, you know, like when people start to panic when they run out of breath and yeah. they like freak out, I can power through that so well because <laughs> I've, I've like hold notes like no one's business because <laughs> I was on a bass instrument and we always yeah. get the, like long notes. It was like, that's 17 bars of a whole note. How am I going to do Ooh. this? Yeah. Just pray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could learn how to do circular breathe, but I never mastered it. So pass out. Yeah. No. I'll figure it out someday. <laughs> no. You're not supposed to do air-based instruments. I don't care if my lung collapses. It'll be an experience. It'll be fine. Says the man who had sepsis. Autumn. Autumn had her lung collapse twice, and she's fine. Great. Next, next podcast from the ER. Ten thousand likes. Ready? Go. Oh, man. I was kind of hoping. That's a throwback. I was kind of hoping to do the like <clears throat> alive from the hospital, but I did not. He feel. was not in it. No. Yeah. I was done with the hospital. And that nurse thought we were all together in a weird trio, and it was weird. Yeah. She was weird. But going back to like the anecdotal, I know that um, like bracing mm -hmm. was a big one for me because EDS, you dislocate. Um, <laughs> I was bracing for a while, and that worked really well for a while until my body figured out how to dislocate inside of a brace. And Oh my God, is that painful? It's, it hurts it, so much more than just the dislocation. And it hurts to look at. Ugh. It's one of those ones where you visually see it and you're like, oh wow, that's a full on like dislocation. I'm yeah. like, you're tucked it's in. It's just and... like, and then it's strapped together and then, yeah. oh, no, thank you. And then, no. yeah, you can't set it. Yeah. And then there's a lot good. of things that like have evolved past the use of bracing. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are kind of the things that you find something that works and then suddenly it's not working anymore <laughs> i mean a good example of it too is like medications yeah because you'll you'll take something to get rid of one side effect and then now you've got a new one yes and you have to you have to make that conscious decision like which is more important do mm -hmm. i want to be nauseous or do i not want to feel like yeah. crap all the time right your call right it's just your call but yeah. it's one of those ones where you yeah you're you're gonna <laughs> aggravate another problem mm -hmm. just get used to it Right. Well, and that's thing. that's the thing is the balancing act of like pros and cons yeah. to what it is you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, would you rather have that thing treated with these side effects or is that thing really not that bad? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of it for me is like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> right. Because we've talked about like the diets. People have made it through the diets. You were vegan for a while. Yeah. Six months. And I was like, I like cheese and ice cream, and I'm not going to limit my food. So I didn't mind. I'll just vegan. suffer. There just wasn't a lot of like variety and flavor. Yeah, no. But I survived it. Because for me, like food is entertainment. Yeah. A lot of the time, so yeah, it's either entertainment or it's an inconvenience, mm -hmm. and so it has to be entertainment if I'm going to ingest it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So I never went through with the diets, and I know a lot of other people have because well, they, they and they can it help. To be worth it for them. The problem is, I think it gets misassociated. Like, you you fix your diet, you're going to feel better. Mm -hmm. Okay, say you're a normal human, that's going to happen. Yeah, it's not like changing your ha right, your eating habits fix your genetic production so that you don't have that same default in your proteins. Right, it's not how it works. Yeah. It's like when people tell me to take vitamins. Vitamins are a supplement. You're just adding it to your digestive tract mm -hmm. and it gets added in. It's not part of the production. Like Right. 
It's right. not like those vitamins well, it's not go part in of and the blueprint. You right. can't change the blueprint. It's going to keep creating faulty collagens, faulty proteins. Yeah. Like that is going to continue to happen. Yep. So, I mean, if you're having severe digestive issues, fixing your diet might help your severe digestive issues. Yeah. But on the flip side, like if you're someone like me where you struggle to eat, Limiting your options is probably not a not great a idea. Call. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Oh, KT tape. Oh yeah. See, and I miss I the era KT. of KT tape. Me too. That was such a hopeful area. Like yeah. that was right after we started, and we're like, yeah. look at all the stuff EDSers have, and we're like, look at there, look at that, that, and like KT tape, you can brace, and then we tried it. And we're like, this is not great. My skin just comes off. Yeah, same. I mean, like, the, it does a good job of holding you yeah. in position. It's just, it sucks because your skin doesn't last. Right. Well, and then you have to keep moving the tape, and then eventually you run out of space to tape. Right. Because well, the other skin is not holding the tape anymore because it's ridged yeah. with the pattern from the tape from before. And, there, and it's basically a giant scab at yeah. that point. There is a skin barrier that Ruth was trying. Yeah. I don't know. If it went well or not, I don't think it did. If I remember correctly, like mm. for some reason it didn't work well. Yeah. But I mean, that's another one where like, you know, you add a skin barrier and then suddenly maybe you're allergic to that or like, right. it's like, who knows? Right. Well, and that's the other thing is like, you could be doing something that's working really well for you. Awesome. This yeah. is great. And then suddenly it's going to stop working and you're not going to get that back. And that can be really disappointing and disheartening. Like, I don't know, chiropractic is one Yeah. that, like, I was doing for a long time. And then I stopped because we moved and I was realizing that, like, it's not any better. And sometimes they hurt me and other times they're not doing enough. And I've had chiropractors through Kaiser, by the way, who are like, you're not even moving your bones. You're literally just popping the gases. Yeah. And I'm like, I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and clearly you don't know anything about that so i will not be coming back here yeah exactly and i'm not technically allowed to have my neck adjusted anyway which is really what i need help with sometimes <laughs> as he pops his i live dangerously here. oh i still pop mine all the time yeah like there's no stopping me yeah but <laughs> that's the other thing like have you ever ha had people tell you not to adjust yourself no i also oh, I don't have. do it in front of people I was noticing this a while ago that like, I, I don't know why I, I feel like it's rude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I also grew up in like a Catholic school setting for a while. So excess noise, right? Yeah. Popping my knuckles. That's when I started doing that to refit them because they would yeah. get jammed and they'd hurt. And then I'd have to pop them to yeah. make them feel better. Oh, yeah. Who knew I was like fixing an, an, a small offset, yeah. but at the time it was not a good thing to do in class. So I got berated and, and, and rulered like stop <laughs> i was like okay i won't do it again so now like when i'm in public i'm, I'm, I'm like uh, you know slightly oh that was loud sorry Shh, was me. <laughs> i just do it and then people are like oh my god i love that though i love watching that happen because yeah. it's like ah, i could do that and then everyone else is like what the fuck <laughs> like, yeah it's normal yeah um but yeah now i've had people tell me not to adjust myself. oh yeah I'm like that is I've not going to happen. When we were started, there was like the list of things we're not supposed to do. And like playing clarinet was one. And I was mm -hmm. bummed about that because I have one. Like I wanted to get back into it. Yeah. I really liked playing. But no, it's bad for you not to have to learn how to play a string or <laughs> some sort of keyboard percussion. Maybe <laughs> am I going to become a specialty timpanist? Of course. <laughs> I only play timpani and maybe a square or a triangle. <laughs> no, only square. Triangle. T square. Two, <laughs> too few corners. Okay, as long as it dings like a triangle, that's all that matters to me. It needs more cowbell. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. <laughs> but I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Like, that was a no-no thing. No. Because like, how are you supposed to walk around dislocated all the time? Well, and it hurts, and I'm not going to do that. When we stand up after sitting for a while. We both pop back into position, right? Mm -hmm. So stretch there's no like way to stop it. Things. Yeah. And you can't leave it in a bad position because then you're just letting it deteriorate and the muscles get used to that bad position. So right. like, I well, have to adjust. You wear down the joints so much faster, I think. Yeah. Because when my right shoulder was bad, um, I didn't know how to relocate it. Yeah. I just had to 
live with it until it decided it was ready to pop back in. Yeah. And that sucked so bad. And I wore that thing out in the front so bad. Mm -hmm. And then with the left one, now that I've learned to relocate them or to have somebody else relocate them, the pain that was starting has kind of slowed down and stopped because it's not so stressed out all the time. Right. Which is helpful. And also, like, our posture is not going to be correct. Well, the problem with our posture is it's fluid. Yeah. We don't stay in a position for very long. We're, like, moving all the time. Right. Like, exactly. <clears throat> and you, like, pick things up as you go through life. And you learn to do things for yourself because no one else is listening to what you're saying. Or, Yeah. So there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But then you have on the other side the things that, like, people are going to try to sell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you're new to it and you're like, I need a solution and you're desperate for a solution, there are people who will take advantage of will that. take advantage of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because they can and they do. And is it right? Absolutely. It's not. so it's so hard because they gross. You, you want something so badly that you will believe it. Mm-hmm. And they they know they're they're just disgusting people. Yeah. You'll see in the actual like Facebook support groups. Yep people will get in and spam people like you'll have somebody venting about like they're having a really really hard time and they're really super vulnerable and somebody will come in and like spam post about how they cured their eds with just these vitamins from this one chiropractic doctor who no one else has heard about um he only adjusts llamas it's weird (laughs) he adjusts a llama in front of you and suddenly you're fixed llama magic yeah but people give in to that because they're desperate well you're right i mean everyone's gonna be desperate yeah even though we came at it from a different perspective it's still one of those things where if there was a solution we'd be like oh hell yeah right but we're not we, we didn't come into it as gullible i think as someone who was just diagnosed right well we came into it we already kind of had the sense before we were diagnosed yeah that it wasn't going to be something that was fixable right oh no we even You're when like, it was... I've been like this my entire life and nobody's going to be able to fix me. But I've had people, I had a man like sit me down for an hour and try to sell me um, stem cell. Oh, yeah. Infusions or whatever Same. the heck. Injections. I don't know. And I was like, no, that's not going to fix it. And he was like, but what if it could? What if that $3,000 could fix it right now? Wouldn't it be worth the try? And I'm like, no. He's like, it could. You know what else can happen? What if a brick Nothing. fell from the sky and hit you in the head? <laughs> you know what's more likely to happen? Do you want to know what's in my backpack? I'm not going to pay you $3,000. Do I have to show you my <laughs> Dora, you saucy little scamp. <laughs> wow. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, no, don't. If someone's selling you something, they're selling you something that's that's the end of it right so be careful what you're looking for what you're looking at right make sure you're talking to other people who've had experience well and you can try things like yeah. there's no no pain in like trying things as long as they're not trying to get you to spend all your money or get you to start like selling vitamins on your own right that's when you you're like oh icky gross i'm not gonna yeah. do this yeah but like yeah. you know people will be like oh this <laughs> diet helped and then it's worth trying i right. think it's worth trying anything. Yes. As long as, you know, you can see through the scam. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like, don't get scammed, but also don't be afraid to try. Mm-hmm. Because there are going to be things that, like, that work for some people and don't work for other people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Like, I've known people who have done, like, prolotherapy for shoulders and have done great. Had other people who are like, haha, that didn't do anything. Well, RF ablations for me. Yeah. I, I did four or five, six of them. Mm-hmm. And every time nothing happened except that it hurt. Yeah. It just hurt for four days and made it worse. Yep. It felt like. Yeah. But I tried it over and over. Yep. When I did injections um, the first time, I think it, I got like four days. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah. And that was it. Dude, I want to try an epidural. It's sometimes my back hurts so bad. And they said they they would they could try it to help reset everything. That like would if be the cool. nerves are permanently angry. Yeah. They could try and use like an epidural to calm everything. That would be nice. Yeah. Interesting. Cuz I mean that's where my big pain problem is aside yeah. from like 
you know, whatever emergent dislocation just happened. Yeah. The back is like a constant. And well, it's just... there's more wrong with the back than just the EDS. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's another thing to be aware of. <laughs> this is like, if you have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, it's unlikely that you just oh, have yeah. Ehlers-Danlos you're syndrome. You're not collecting, you're not out there <laughs> making shit up and collecting diagnoses. But <laughs> there are things that kind of go hand in hand, yes. skipping down the sidewalk oh, totally. to hey. mess up your day. There's like five of them. They get together and they're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh no, <laughs> the boys. Right. Like what you've got, there's really common ones. So you've POTS, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, mm -hmm. which you can have like generalized POTS or you can have um, hyperadrenogenic POTS, which is super interesting to mm -hmm. look at. Then you have mast cell activation. MCAS. And they're kind of considered the like trifecta. Yeah, those together. Those three come together and that's, they are bound Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> they have pledged it's like, their lives to one another. It's like w when you're making a character in a game and you give it like random skills, mm -hmm. and sometimes the skills like work together. It's like we did horrible on our skills like positively, <laughs> but any negative, it's like negative. You, look, skills. look at all the synergy between all of these. They're look if you take EDS and mix it with MCAS, <laughs> they just they lose their shit. And look if you had pots, now their their GERD is acting. I got GERD. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, now we have gastroparesis. Ugh. Which is Ugh. another one that's not wait, super wait, uncommon. What's the other one? <laughs> the swallowing one. Oh, dysphagia. Dysphagia, that's what it yeah. is. Like I know it's in Asia. Asia. Didn't know what, what it was. Dysphagia. Dysphagia. Yes. But yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And you're not crazy. Right. It's a symptom. If it's a symptom, we can figure out where it comes from and it could all just be under the umbrella of EDS. Yeah. Like I, I said, like two days ago, I wish that it was taught that way, mm -hmm. like an umbrella condition. Yeah. Because that's kind of how I think about it is yeah. like the overarching thing is the like Ehlers-Danlos syndrome with all of these fun things that like live underneath that umbrella. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. It's great. And then if you're someone like me, you wind up with, or you, in fact, you get like, um, neuropathies oh yeah mm. which was one of my very first symptoms was like the absolute agony in my hands and my like arms and my legs yeah which is horrible and thank god for gabapentin at that time in my life <laughs> yeah gabapentin's clutch man it's yeah. been saving me all week but also like that's another one where be careful what you're learning like from other people anecdotally yes talk to your doctor if you're unsure but again, don't be afraid to try something because it didn't work right. for somebody else. Right. Because gabapentin has been a lifesaver for a lot of people. Yeah, for both of us, for yeah. sure. And then there's other people who swear against it like it were the devil. Mm -hmm. And we're, we've and been on it. And warn against it. We've been on it long term. Like yeah. a lot of people will be like, I was on it for four years. And then when I got off of it, everything was better. I've been on it for like eight years and yeah. I need it because <laughs> I just went out without it. And uh, it was horrible, I'll tell you that. It's been it's been a long time, and then it, I moved to Lyrica, but it's same, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. Like if 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 you read something that's bad, remember that that's their experience, and that mm -hmm. yours is gonna be different. Yes, it, it's nice to read up on what could happen because then you can be prepared. Right. Well, and you can always take those concerns to to your doctor yeah. and be like, "This is what I'm worried about. What can you tell me?" Oh yeah, especially especially for surgery type stuff. Like if you if you prep your anesthesiologist with mm -hmm. with all of what you need and your concerns, yes, it's the way to go. Yeah. Well, and there are things to be aware of, so like don't be afraid to look for information. Yeah, you should be educated in your conditions, and don't let anybody tell you that like, oh, you're a Google doctor now. Like, no, but you want to be informed on what's <laughs> happening with like. Your excuse body. me, I just wanted to see the manual. What's going on? Right. Here? I needed the driver's manual. The the maintenance I'm not light to keeps build flickering. The car. Does it need help? Does it want help? Can I help it? I don't <laughs> know. I? It just flickers. It doesn't stay on. <laughs> what does it mean? It means you're hitting potholes. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. Got it. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all a balancing act. It's all about kind of weighing what's what mm -hmm. um but like you said it takes a lot of patience too yes well, that's and that's the thing like 
because you'll try new things and then you'll want to stop right away when you have one negative reaction. Yeah. You kind of have to power through. Mm -hmm. Like for most things, it's a six month trial period or a six week trial period yeah. for it to be in least. your system. Yeah. And then they'll listen to you a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a little bit. It's true. Yeah. It's like with you, if, when you finish, you're still going to have to, they're not going to up anything. They might go, let's go a little longer. You know what I mean? Which I don't want to do because I don't think the muscle relaxer is helping. I think the muscle relaxer is hurting. It's causing things and not helping at all. Like causing yeah. side effects but not helping the TN. Right. Because the TN is only getting worse, which is just weird. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm on literally all of the medications that they would put me on for like tier one help. <coughs> which is the Lyrica, the Carbamazepine, and the baclofen mm -hmm. and they doubled the baclofen they upped the carbamazepine and we're still on lyric i wonder can they not do a nerve block i don't know i don't know what would happen me either because like, that's the thing i don't want exactly i would rather go the surgical option yeah before i would let them be like you could have bell's palsy I don't want that. Right. I don't need that in my world. Just cut my skull open, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a numb face. <laughs> I was talking to Jen about this the other day, specifically this exact scenario. Where I was like, <laughs> all we want is to for people to open up the brain. <laughs> like if, if someone presented it, she wouldn't even like think about it. She no, would just, I'm be, like, yep. just get in there. <laughs> It's you fine. Are? Here, look, I shaved. Let's go. They're not going to like Come mess on. with the actual brain. They're just going to get in between they just, the skull. They just and open the it and mush it over. It's like, ooh, this pile of gray matter. Let's just mush it. Oh, look at take that. down some of the arachnoid. Look at that arachnoid. Hey, you don't get That's my shit. Uh, but, uh, you, you back off. He has arachnidosis in his spine. Adhesive. Adhesive arachnidosis. Yeah. Yeah. Which means so. that his like. Dura, there we go. Mm -hmm. That's the word. Dura, the sheath that is around your spinal cord. His is like binding all of the nerves up. Yeah, they're getting stuck together, and, which causes them to swell, yeah. which causes them to stick, which causes them to swell, which causes them to stick. Yeah. So, so my he has like a ball big. of like hate. Um, not tinfoil. <laughs> cling, like <laughs> plastic cling foil. Wrap. It is cling it's wrap. exactly like cling wrap. Cling yeah. Rack. Help me, words are not working. No, I, I got you. I was right there with you. I didn't get lost at all. I was like, you said aluminum, foil, and I was like, cling, cling wrap. wrap. Cling. <laughs> yeah, no, I was right there. Yeah. <laughs> at the base of his spine. That's what's causing your pain. Yeah. The, like, constant pain. If anything, yeah. that's my chronic pain. And then there's the EDS is everything else. Right. It's weird. But, like, that's really the surgery is that they cut a hole. They go in. They, yeah. like, slice open the dura just very gently. They go in, they pry apart from the brain. They're like, brain, you stay down there and we're going to take this and we're going to move a vessel away and we're going to stick a little silicone pillow in there. Yep. And then it's done and that's it. I just imagined the doctor opening up your skull because I was like, she'll want to take a picture like to see her brain, right? <laughs> like, But then I, yeah. I imagined the doctor being like, so they cut you open and they're like, oh, that's a cute brain. Splish, splish, splish. They <laughs> push it push aside. It aside. Just splish, cram splish. it into the yeah. corner. Get over there. Somebody's got a whole hand in my skull. They're like, just massaging your just brain. Just playing like, with it like putty. Ew. Memories are flashing before your eyes. <laughs> could you, I meet could my you higher stop? self on anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not even a very long surgery. I'm like I'm game for that. That's man. one where you have to stay awake, isn't it? I don't know. I feel like it is because they they're working around the brain and they yeah, need you to be there to like answer simple questions, like so they didn't like hurt your brain. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I don't know because they're not actually operating on, on the, brain, the brain. Right. They're not touching the brain. They're working in like the attic mm -hmm. above the brain. Yeah. What if they go too far though? Looking for gold. They, what if they want to splish splash your brain? I'm just saying. <laughs> as long as they don't nick an artery, because then you have like blood brain artery, like blood brain barrier. If you're done, but your brain's open. It's just bleeding different. doesn't lead to like pressure. You don't. It would be less. No, but you don't want things to cross the blood brain barrier, right? Well, so typically no. Technically, it would be a bad thing to have blood in your brain. Yeah, yeah. And in your spinal fluid. 
that's not a good I thing. I live my life by that. See blood a fluid in and blood. Spinal fluid. Yeah. That's <laughs> why like, I keep it. I just mix it together. I shake it up really hard. Is and then that I just why pour I it keep in. feeling like I'm having a heart attack? <laughs> Maybe it's all the bubbles from when I shook it up really hard. I've been having horrible like chest pains all week that lead to like tingling in my arm and oh, I'm like no. oh, I'm dying. Pretty sure it's in my lungs. Because it it's, be. it's like it moves around. It's all like up in here. It's not more central where it should yeah. be. It's up in. I've been getting here. the like when I lay down, and I can't ever tell if it's like an actual anything or if it's the TN, mm-hmm. where it's like, and I feel like there's got to be there's got to be a compression somewhere because when I lay down, like the blood in my head has nowhere to go. <laughs> it just is right. like thump 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 thump. I'm like, oh, I'm dying. So I actually added back the verapamil, and I'm going to talk okay. to my doctors. Yeah. Be like, I'm pretty sure my blood pressure's high, and I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah. Could this be a problem with the medication, or is it time for me to actually die? Well, that's it. That's exactly what we're doing, right? You're yeah. you're trying a thing, and you need to move on to something else now. It's true. You're being exactly. good. That's that, like... <laughs> Where you uh, do the experimentation. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you guys remember the, the scientific method? Because that's how you're going to live your life for the next forever. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We did homework. Okay? <laughs> yes. It, it The more you know about your condition, the better off you are. Yeah. The more you can present to a doctor like and be like, factually, this is what's going on, mm-hmm. the better. Yeah. Less com- mishaps with communication. Yes. Because they... They'd- don't care about the anecdotal unfortunately no. so isn't that the most messed up part though it's so frustrating because they're like they, they don't take into consideration that we live in our bodies full time yeah yeah well and the other thing is once they they get to the uh hooves not being yeah. zebras then then they, it, not zebras. it's happened one time so it's not going to happen a second time like yeah oh they have they have this so they couldn't have this mm-hmm. other thing mm-hmm. it's like no but they're connected so like that's like i don't know that's where i'm at in life is i had shingles before i was 20 before i was 30 mm-hmm. um which is rare right there's a rare i have allergies and lows there's a rare i have a movement disorder of some kind there's a rare um and then throw in the tn and that's really rare apparently how much rare is it gonna take for them to just drop every time you say tn ruth thinks tennessee i know that cracks me up so that's all i'm hearing you saying is tennessee my tennessee Tennessee. is hurting me right now you're 10 of c yeah she has 10 c's 10 c's you're flailing you're you're average i'm flailing (laughs) I mean, yes, I'm flailing. It's my cry for help. What's funny? Please help me not drown. <laughs> Sophie, another anecdote. Sophie keeps coming up to me after school. She's like, Dad, I flunked my test. Or, Dad, I flunked this and I'm failing this class. And She's so I thought I thought she, she was like actually struggling, right? Yeah. We got a call like middle of the week and they're like, We're, we need to move her to honors classes. <laughs> she's too smart. And, so the thing uh, is, she's bored too now. bored. Yeah. And that's why she's failing because there's no challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, they want to put her in, like, four advanced <laughs> classes now. Good. <laughs> and just, But every day she comes home, Dad, I think I failed my test again. <laughs> like, if you just you could do extra credit. Just show them you're trying. Yeah. She's like, oh, I suck. <laughs> like, it's almost over. It's okay. And then she gets, like, all these honors. And, it's like, over awards. in two weeks. We're almost done. So close. Yep. Is it break time? Break time for sure. Break time. And then we can come back and talk about coping skills. Yes. And then our favorite. Yeah. It's yeah. happening to you. It's not happening because of you. Right. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So what do we need to do? We need to take your meds. Yeah. You need to take your meds. Take your meds. I take need to your meds. also take my meds later. Take well, your I will. Yes. I will when they're ready to later. Okay. And when they're ready, at the I gotta at the prep time. them up. Yeah, gotta cook <laughs> in the them. nighttime. <laughs> in the nighttime, nighttime meds. You made it sound like you had meds to take like right now. I know. <laughs> He's just making me sound crazy. What else do they have to do? Uh, gaslight Jen and gaslight Karina. Drink some water. Don't drink gas. Drink water. <laughs> And also take a break if you've been cleaning or doing chores. Yep. 
Um, have a snack because you are. Yeah, a snack. remember, don't get hangry. You're a snack and you deserve it. Just eat the snack. <laughs> Little ASMR for everybody. Have the snack. <sighs> and, I, and go outside and get some sun if you can. Yeah, there's no sun here because it's raining. Yeah. But the rain is actually making everything very nice and green and pretty. So we're for go it. Go witness the outdoors. Behold. Bear witness to the out of doors. Yeah. For a time. Or Debo will come and get you. Oh, no. Just know that. He's waiting. He'll show up and he'll ask you to take his bones out. and it's... He'll shuffle you loose, the mortal coil. It's weird. He's also like super polite, so it's really hard to tell him no. Right. He's just a gentleman. But you're not allowed to take bones out of people. But he does. And it works. And they don't complain. It's true. Because they're dead. <laughs> They can't complain. Mm. All right, my friends. We are going to go do some of those self-care type things, and we will be right back. Bye. Bye. Oh, hi. Do you like Fantastic Pains? Would you like to see more of the Fantastic Pains podcasting crew? If so, you should join our Patreon. The Patreon, as we like to call it, is the new home of our behind-the-scenes content, full uncut recording sessions, our short-form videos such as TikToks and YouTube shorts, and our past live streams. You can also find some Patreon-exclusive content, such as our new music reviews, lost episodes, and is the new home of our mini Voices series, all of which can be found in our higher tier, dubbed The Only Pains. The Patreon is the best way to support the podcast, so whether you want to see more of us or just want to help us grow, feel free to sign up following the link in the description below, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back. How was your break? Ours was pretty good. It's still raining a little bit. Yeah. It's starting to, to dry up a little. I got to hang out with Sophie for like 10 minutes. And she was like, this is boring. And I was like, <laughs> you're boring. You could go away. And she's the like, no, it's boring, boring in there. <laughs> she was bored everywhere. Yeah. So there's that. So I'm pretty well. Yeah. What are we going to talk about in this half? Ah, we're going to talk about our coping skills and a little bit of like thought reworking. Yeah. In a way. And we should apply it specifically to like. Solve one thing, mm-hmm. aggravate another. Yeah. Because we've done like gen- general coping skills, but I think ones that are really yeah. specific to this. Right. It should be good. Well, and I think part of that is back to like the patience, right? Yeah. Is being able to go, okay, that didn't work. What's next? Instead of like, well, that didn't work. Nothing's going to work. Everything's horrible. Flip a table and then just be miserable. <laughs> right. Well, that's like the impulse when you're, when you're like, you hit your nose. Mm-hmm. It's like you, your whole battleship is sunk. Yeah. You're just done. Yeah. And you don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Right. But you have to. Like, you have to go doctor shopping. You need to find a place that will treat you the way you need to be treated. Yep. And you need to find solutions that work for you. Right. Instead of right. just letting it flow by. Right. Like, we're proud of Doggo. Doggo went in and got his test done. Yes. It's not great news, great. but at least you went. And the appointment's not too far off, which is good. So. Yes, yes. We're glad for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do you want to start? <clears throat> Let's see. Mm. Are there any skills for taking a no? Like, I've never really thought about that before. How do you accept denial? I think part of that is the, like, being able to accept every outcome. Yeah. Which is a really difficult thing to do. Don't get me wrong. Like, this is not... This is not like, just do this. This is like, you have to be able to foresee what's going on. Yeah. Um, what are the outcomes? Like, what what happens if this? What exactly. happens if this? What are my next steps if this? What are my next steps if this? Right. So I think having a plan and understanding, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. Is a good way to. Well, yeah. Well, and that this especially, I think. Mm, yeah. So it's not like it's not happening to you. It's just happening. I've so, had to do that a lot lately. Yeah. Like with all the doctors that I've lost and everything. I didn't personalize it. I was like, it, it just is what it is. Like yeah. things happened. Right. We move on. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's it's hard. And I mean, I'm not saying that you put all the emotion away. There's right. going to be emotion in it no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing because your emotions are a natural part of how you as a human being function in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so allowing grief is a really good thing to yeah. do. Like 
allow room for grief, but don't let it end your world. Right. Visit it. Don't don't live there. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 how I did it when when we first found out about David and we were going down. Yeah. I just I was grieving basically at the ride home. Right. I let I was just letting it sit. Yeah. And accepting that it happened and you know, there's yeah. no like I'll just call and tell no, it's like it's yeah. over. Yeah. Just it is. You'll be fine. Just wait. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and learning to wait. Yeah. Especially with specialists and stuff like that. Like you'll get scheduled way far out. I've had I've had appointments that were two and a half years out. Yeah. And I still made the appointment. <laughs> yeah. But damn. It was yeah. rough. Because, yeah, every time you don't make that appointment, six weeks later, you're like, I need that appointment. And then you haven't made it. So it's not there. Yeah. Like, just make the appointment. I know it's a pain in the butt. Like, right now I'm wrestling with um, neurology. I'm going to call again on Monday. Yeah. Because they had to get a new referral, like a brand new referral. Did they cancel your other meeting still? No, it's still on the calendar. Okay. But it's the only one you have. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not not letting go of that until I I have something in hand and then they're like here do a brain mri try to get it done before neurology and that one's scheduled further out than the one in july you could probably call is it at one of the health images mm-hmm. you can usually call and have them move it up that's what i'm gonna try to do and yeah. be like hey i have the appointment this date can we do something yeah, are there here? any cancellations or I'm extra gonna be spaces totally open so let me know yeah so but but that's exactly it is like having the plan yep and then I know it sucks to like feel like you're in limbo. Because that, that is week, man. uncomfortable. It's it's horrible. Yeah. Especially when you've done everything. You, like you've used your tools, you've grounded. Like you can't ground through the impending sense of anxiety that, that like bipolar provides. Right. Like I tried. Yeah. But as soon as it got like quiet, I my brain would just focus on the tinnitus, which would make it louder and make me like more anxious about everything. Yeah. It's not fun, but I mean, I got through it and yeah. I, and it was, it was a waiting for different. Yes. Yeah. Cause like, if you've been on the channel, you know, we say it gets different. Yeah. It gets different. We don't know if it gets better. We don't know if it's going to get worse. We don't know. And, and here's the thing. And this is a conversation I was having with a kid of mine. Um, who was talking about like bad emotions and I was like, yeah. sweetie, they're not bad. They just are. Right. And that's that's a lot of life. We tend to like personalize or moralize a lot of what we experience and we can be like, well, the pain was really bad. Like it was really intense. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to be morally bad. Like, right. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like we avoid it because it's bad. Like, yeah, sometimes you can't avoid it. Right. Well, and and the other thing that that reminds me of, it's not directly related, but like happiness isn't neutral. Yeah. Your your native state isn't to be happy. Right. You, you, if you learn that, your life will become so much easier. That still bothers me so much when people are like, are you happy? And you're like, when? Right. Right now? Right now. Uh, my favorite answers are tired or content. Mm-hmm. If nothing's going on and everything's fine, I'm content. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, yay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Just weird. Or tired because that's our constant state <laughs> of being. We're just tired all the time forever. Yeah. Bapa stole... <laughs> He, he reassigned the the blame. I used to say I'm tired all the time when yeah. he asked. Now it's you who does that, not me. Oh, I've done it like I, I know, but years. like he stopped yeah. blaming me. He stopped saying Chris does it, <laughs> and now it's Karina does it. Because he forgot that I do it. Because <laughs> I stopped answering tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm just generally well, that's tired. That's like a good answer, right? That's yeah. the, I am tired. I don't want to get into everything, but I'm tired. I am tired. But I'm alive. Yes. That's exactly. alive, but I live here on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, that's my answer. Is I'm like, I am here today. <laughs> there you go. That's that's where we're at. Yeah, I did it. I didn't want to, but I did. Man, waking but... up is just the worst. <laughs> oh my god! Especially on days like this, because today was another one of those like I woke wake up, up in pain, in pain, and mm. I woke up in pain at like three a.m. again, which sucks. And I had to like fight to go back to sleep, and then woke up in pain, and then was like, <sighs> I hate it here. Yeah, <laughs> everything is terrible. <laughs> Let me go back to sleep. 
I like that both of our major pain sources are just nerves. Yeah. Nerves directly. And things that can't really be fixed easily. Yeah. Well, and then on the other hand, sorry, real quick. Um, I've been feeling like I'm less sensitive. Just like, you know, you know. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. And then I've developed this like weird. I don't even know what it is. So like when I'm in bad pain, I check to see what my sensation is like. So I have this like new, it's almost like a stim or a tick right. that pops out when I'm having really bad pain. Cause I'm like, can I feel things? I don't that's, know why. That's probably a coping mechanism. Yeah. Like to take like, your mind off I things, you start analyzing. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's weird. But then I had a bath last night and I was like, is this too hot? Was I it? don't know. Was it? Probably. Okay. <laughs> like, was it? Or did you die? I don't know. I don't know. I can't feel very good. Uh, every time her knee touches me, I jump. Sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just it's always been that way. I, it's a politeness response. It is. It's like, oh, sh- I'm You're in like, your way. Oh, My oopsies. Bad. Yes. I'm not trying to mansplain. It's like the fawning thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just give the camera a look. Just imagine that it was a look. A look. A look. What about... Okay, so other coping skills for denial like for this specific situation it's like don't personalize it mm-hmm. which is what we're saying it's happening to you it's it's just happening right like well, it's not the people involved aren't doing it to you yeah they're, they're not just being malicious it. unless they're having a bad day but that's not you again that's yeah they're that's, not being able to manage themselves them thing yeah. um like patience is like like literally mm-hmm. skills that that we would use are mainly just distracting yeah. like living in the moment not focusing on that right i have this thing coming up or yeah it's it's gonna be there whether or not you wait mm-hmm. i started doing like guided meditations yeah um and those are easy because i just put them on youtube and then i go mm-hmm. find somewhere like dark and quiet and i lay down and i do my thing um and that helps to like center me again yeah um i'm trying to think what else helps in the interim because i know it's that waiting time that's the hardest maybe talk it out with somebody because mm-hmm. that's that's help that helps us both like yeah we're always messaging each other or jenner right randy like yeah wow this is going on right now or friend of podcast summer oh my god love you summer love you haha miss you <laughs> she well, said I it. Miss her, she so texted there. me or texted you yeah and then i had to respond sorry yeah I meant to do it earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, get your support team. Cause I mean, it's really easy to want to withdraw. Oh, yes. Cause I have done that. <laughs> oh, we both have. <laughs> like recently <laughs> at work. Like I have totally withdrawn. But that's, there's other issues at play there too that are difficult. So I'm reaching out other ways. Yeah. Um, outside of work so that that's not like centralized as. Right, you don't want that to be the team. bad place where yeah. bad things happen. Right, right. That's that's really clever. Yeah. So I don't know. There's, I don't know. The waiting is the hard part. Yeah. And that it just sucks. I get it. I'm in limbo with the trigeminal neuralgia. We're yeah. on the meds. They have upped the meds. We don't know what's going on. And nobody else can help me because they're like, well, they could do this or they could do this, but but that's that has but. to be neurology. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, great, <laughs> awesome, great big butts. Butts. <laughs> I'm not even sure how I survived any of the waiting. You just you get used to it after a while. Yeah. It's part of the process. You get used to like long stretches of inconvenience and and pain, maybe. Yeah. It's a, and then you can try something different. Right. Well, and self-talk is huge. Oh, yeah. Self-talk and then having those like metacognition moments where analyze your thinking, Mm -hmm. see what it like, see what's in there and see if there is something that you can depersonalize and let go of because that is super anxiety inducing. Yeah. (laughs) And we don't like that. Mm -mm. There's no there's no good way that that ends. And I think. The longer that you are chronically ill, the better you learn to meter your energy. Mm-hmm. And so 
there's a lot of things that I choose not to put energy into because that's a waste. Actually, we should just finish it off on that note. Okay. Like, I agree. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Like, learning energy ex- consumption. Yeah. Once you, you've mastered it and you give yourself breaks, like, you're yeah. like, I don't have it in me to keep going. Right. Well, then stop picking up other people's stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't need that. Stop picking up, like, oh, what do they think of me? Right. It's not yours. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Seriously. Put it down. You it don't seems need callous, that. but it's true. Yeah. People are going to have opinions about you and you can't change it. So. Right. And it's not your job to, like, monitor their opinions or try to form their opinions for them. Right. So you do you. Be aware of other people. Be kind and... um, Ooh, sorry. (laughs) Be kind and um, (laughs) empathetic. But, yeah, really. Don't pick up stuff that's not yours. That's so true. Like just the 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 idea of energy metering. It's like now that yeah. I can, I don't expend all that time worrying about or thinking about it. Yeah, it's so much easier to let just let it happen until right. your appointment. Well, and it's okay to like you're experiencing it. You don't have to shove it away. No. Just let it happen. Right. And you go through it. Exactly. You can't the go only, around it. Yeah. The only way through it is through it. So, yeah, <laughs> takes practice and it takes help and support. And if you need that help or support we are always around oh, you yeah. can reach us in the discord you can leave us comments we adore when we get the comments yeah. you can get on discord them. and message us directly if you want like Absolutely. if there's something you have questions on or concerns yeah whatever like we're there 100 percent. or if you'd like to suggest topics for future episodes we have a thread for that we do indeed so i think our best episodes come from those i know they're just so good because we can all relate and it's all something that like it's coming from real life. Yeah. Draw on. Because, you know, it's hard to talk about something that you're like, oh, yeah, that happened to me seven years ago. Yeah. Not so great. But the way we, we do this, the podcast is kind of like how they do South Park because they yeah. they do it the week of everything. They do everything in a week for the episode. That's funny. So whatever's trending on the news at the time is what they use. Perfect. So that they're like with the current, yeah. you know, and we do the same thing. We're just kind of like, well, it happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's going on in the world what did you do you fell down the stairs talk about that i did fall down the stairs yeah oh uh, wait the one time not another time. time no okay. another time. Okay. just the one time okay. when i was carrying laundry and i shouldn't have been carrying laundry and i got yelled at <laughs> instead of help up she yells at me <laughs> she was scared yeah, she was terrified <laughs> i was like in pain i'm just help me up please but she's like what are you doing i was gonna do that and i was like I just wanted to help. You big dumb idiot. I love you and you scared me. Just let me take my laundry down. She was mad. She was big mad too. Yeah. She apologized afterwards. Yeah. So and then my like grandfather was like, why? I don't know if he knows. <laughs> I was able to get her attention from the bottom of the stairs without getting his attention. He didn't know. He, he didn't hear me fall down the stairs. <laughs> she did. And he didn't hear me going, Jen. Jen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Come down here. Yeah, I didn't want him to know. He would be so mean. He'd be like, "Were you wearing socks?" I don't think I was actually, but he always gives me shit about wearing socks. I haven't. I'm losing feeling in my foot, so it feels cold. So I wear socks. Oh yeah. Like how we're both like, can I feel things still? Yep, still can't. Can can feel stuff sometimes. Yeah. Just not temperatures. Let's see. What else is there? I mean, the it solution, I guess. Okay. So expectations versus reality. Mm -hmm. We didn't really talk about that, but don't expect cures. Yeah. Look for better. Like we always look for quality of life improvements. Mm -hmm. We've had what? I think over 11 surgeries combined. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've done a lot of surgical work on our joints and on our back and like everywhere. Yeah. So, like we get it but but yeah no don't walk into situations looking for a hundred percent better mm-hmm. because you will be disappointed and then it's hard to celebrate the small improvements mm-hmm. um but it's always up to you to decide to do those treatments in the first place yep. i would recommend try what you can try mm-hmm. like whatever's out there like try what you can try but don't get hung up looking for a cure like you said yeah the the real answer is like we have we have in our notes that says expectations the it solution is not it basically but right. the it solution 
is slowly piecing together your own medical care team. Yeah. Like you, you'll pick up the right doctor, you'll pick up the right pain med, you'll pick up the right, you know, mm -hmm. but you have to work for it. Yeah. There's always an order and it's never easy. Right. Well, they don't make it easy. No. And they don't make it easy on purpose. So just know that you're not alone in the fight to right. gain quality of life. A no is not a permanent no. It's a not that path. Right. Try a different path. Yeah. Or not that doctor. Oh, absolutely. That can be that thing, too. Mm -hmm. But also being patient with their process. Yeah. Because they have to go through certain things before they can offer you the one treatment you oh, yeah. might have been like, looking for. Newbies might not know if you're new to EDS. Mm -hmm that your doctor has like a set of instructions that the insurance gives them or them yeah, so that they know what to do in what order. And it makes no sense sometimes like what they use for the Medicaid right. pain order right? is so wonky. It's just so bizarre. <sighs> it used to be, I had to get to like phase four before they would start giving you fentanyl patches, but then they moved it up to number two or number one. Weird. Stop. Things to try. You have to try like two or three of the meds on that list before you, oh. you move up the next one terrible and that's and that's how it is the same with like imaging that has to be done in order right like you know especially with eds this is a big one if you have eds and they're like let's x-ray a joint you, they're not going to find a lot most of the time right because we're looking at soft tissue damage most of the time right mris or cat scans yes um and with uh ba -ba 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 -ba, what is it called the arthrogram Oh, yeah. The arthrogram is a really good tool, too. So mm -hmm. if you can get that on the roster. Um, but they're going to have to do x-ray first. And then they're going to do the next thing. And then they're going to look into doing, like, the surgical route. Yep. Because they have to check off A, B, and C. And then if you're like us, you'll be like, okay, let's do it. And the doctor's yeah. going to try and sell it to you more. And you'll be like, no, well, let's right. do it. And like, but oh, it's surgery. I know. I know it's scary. You were like, no, no. But let's do it. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? We could do tomorrow. Yeah, cut me open, doc. <laughs> And our spouses are like, Jesus, please. We want to get filleted. <laughs> Not filleted, filleted. I want to be turned into a fillet. A Chick-fil-A. That Chick-fil-A? Yes. Okay. Just saying. That'll show them. Yeah, take that, government. <laughs> turned into a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> take that, Chick-fil-A. Now I'm open on Sundays. <laughs> I'm and you don't hate the gays. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I've never met one, so I can't say. <laughs> yeah. I hear, I hear they're scary people, though. <laughs> they have gay dust and they make you do things. Only right. if you were already like preconditioned to be gay. You've been closeted. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, on that note. Yeah. We're going to end it because it's what getting, is this, a season one, episode silly. one. Jesus. I know. I'm like, this is wow. <laughs> He's going to be filleted. And be then we're going to show them. It's terrible. I want to be filleted now. All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much for coming along on our little wander through um, the balancing act of chronic illness and yeah. care. Um, I hope you found something relatable or enjoyable. And if you did, please like, share, subscribe. Share, especially. <laughs> if you know somebody who, who could use this or new, is new or someone you know who needs to learn yeah. things, you send them the video. Yeah, there you go. In the meantime, we're going to say goodbye. So be kind to you, be kind to others, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Whoop Clean exit. No, 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 no. It's just so jiggly. <laughs>